Welcome to another episode of A Shot to Film, the ad-free bonus show of A Toast to Film. I'm one of your hosts, Ebo, and today we got a nice little mix. We got a little bit of TV, a little bit of romance, a little bit of a movie that sucks and you should skip, a really good movie, and a movie that's in theaters, but should you go to theaters? But before we get into all that, we just want to thank you for checking these out, and on A Shot to Film... We really want to hear feedback on, you know, things we've missed. Maybe it's something we reviewed, but you think we should give it another review. If you want to do that, so many ways you can do it. You can check us out on Twitter, at film underscore toast. You can look for us on Instagram and TikTok, a toast to film, all one word. Or email me directly, bingingandbrewing at gmail.com. Alright guys, so on today's episode, we have everything on here is streaming, and four out of the five are Netflix. I know there's been a lot of, you know, issues going on with Netflix lately, but we're not here for that. We're just here for films. So, starting out, let's go with a perfect pairing. Not the perfect pairing, a perfect pairing. This one has Victoria Justice and Hunky Man. You know, it's your typical rom-com. Girl goes, there's a guy... You know, fall for each other, but then he reveals something, and she hates him all of a sudden. And but then it all works out in the end. I mean, this movie had every stereotypical thing you could have happen in a romance film. But you know what? I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun movie. I thought it was a cute movie, and I thought everyone was very likable in the movie. You know, typically you got few unlikable characters, but other than the characters you're not supposed to unlo- to not like. I thought it was pretty good. So for me, a perfect pairing, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it 3.5 stars because I think a perfect pairing is a fun little movie. (sighs) Let's just go ahead and get this one out of the way. So senior year, Rebel Wilson um, deciding that she's going to do a movie that has been made about 100 times since the 80s and you know she was a kid her high she was a senior in high school and thanks to this super shitty girl she gets injured into a coma she wakes up later like 20 years later when she's in her 30s and she decides you know what i'm gonna go back let me tell you this movie Everything about it shows why we can't have nice things in the world. It's just a terrible movie, terrible performances, terrible script. The only person I liked was the principal because, you know, she was just a reasonable person. And, I mean, maybe I'm jaded because I watched so many films, but I just thought this movie was cringy. Everything about it was cringy, and Rebel Wilson, you know, I'm a heavy set person, but I don't think Rebel Wilson should have lost the weight, or at least should have lost it how she did, because, I don't know, she just didn't look right, and I felt kind of bad. But, overall, I cannot recommend this movie to anyone, because I really do not want to recommend this movie to anyone, so I'm going to give it half a star. 
and I feel pretty generous for that. All right. You know what? Taking a break from Netflix for a sec, let's go over to Peacock, where we have the Firestarter remake with old Zac Efron in it, his handsome self. So this movie, I rewatched the Drew Barrymore Firestarter and then watched this. And this movie takes a ton of the notes from the first Firestarter. But I gotta tell you, and I don't mean this to be mean, I'm just telling you honestly... Drew Barrymore was a lot more of a cute and pleasant child than the young lady in this movie. And so that, you know, made it more conflicted when she's doing all these bad things. Whereas this kid, like, she looks like she's going to be trouble when she's older, even if she didn't have Firestar powers. So, I mean, this movie, it's pretty generic, you know, remake does just about everything the original one does so not too high a recommendation but i would give it three stars just because you know it's a solid little movie and i think if you watch it on just a chill stay in night you'll have a good time speaking of good times though love death and the robots volume three drop with nine new shorts i love love death and robots if you've never watched it just binge them all so they're shorts, they're all kinds of different animation styles. Whether it's CGI, motion capture, you know, hand-drawn, um, stop motion. Like, people really have fun with these. And they are some of the best writing I've ever seen. I especially love Sunny's Edge. That one, I think, is just fantastic. But... In this one, we have nine new shorts. Uh, to me, the two I enjoyed the most, I thought one of the best written was Mason's Rats. This has Dan Stevens and Craig Ferguson as some of the voices, where a Scottish farmer has rats rebelling against him, you know, to try and take over his farm, and he has to kind of go to war with them. And then, Night of the Many Dead. This is a very micro stop motion one where zombies are taken over and i was rolling laughing on this one but love death and robots they are just so fantastic because they have thought-provoking ones they also have just beautiful things to look at and they also just have fun ones so i mean you're really going to be truly entertained when you watch this so love death and robots i could not recommend enough um the whole series, I'm going to give five stars. Volume three, I'm going to give about a 4.6 or 7. Because there's a one, but it's the very last one that I wasn't crazy about. But other than that, I thought this season knocked it out of the park as expected. But the last movie I'll be talking about, and Trey has actually brought this one up before recently when we did our Doc Strange episode, and that's Wind River. Wind River, a young lady is found dead by a wildlife tracker, Jeremy Renner, and which brings in a rookie FBI agent, Elizabeth Olsen. This is from Taylor Sheridan, who did, like, um, Yellowstone. And I just think this was a great movie. Good acting, good story, just greatly shot. A lot of action, as you expect with Taylor Sheridan. And I just think you know it was just a great movie check out wind river phenomenal movie so that 
one, I'm going to give a 4.6 out of 5. Well, guys, you know, we like to keep this snackable, so we're already at the end. If there are any movies you want to check out, or if you agree or disagree with me, you know, make sure to send those in. So many ways you can do it. Check us out on Twitter, at film underscore toast. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok, a toast to film, all one word. Or email us directly, bingeandbrewing at gmail.com. And from Trey and myself, we just wish you a good night and good viewing.